every time I have a pod, I have to kick my parents out, so it's kind of unfortunate. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, they actually... They, they won't just yell for you. Usually, they're, they're out on Friday night, so... Oh, yeah. Wow. That's great. Testing, testing. Let me see. All right. Can Hello? you hear yourself? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So, <laughs> you literally just got into town. Yeah, last night. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, so, I always forget to do an intro, so that's like the first thing I'm going to do, right? Um, so, this is... Hold on, let me turn off the music. So, this is the most vulnerable player. I don't know. Have you heard Have you heard of the podcast or no? No, no. No? So, so when she told you she was going to do a pod, like, you were just like, you just went along with it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, that's so cool. Um, but yeah, so the most vulnerable player. Try to center it around like mental health for the most part. Um, but also like lately, um, I just honestly, I, I, I just go off of like what I'm curious of. So like I've had a lot of like local artists on. I've had um, just business owners. So I've had some of my best friends. So it's it's that's, honestly just super, super casual. But That's sick. Yeah. Um, and this is episode 29. And I'm sitting with Cameron. Sorry, what was your last name again? Keon. Heon? Yeah. Oh, wow. What, 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 what's your, what's like, what's the yeah. background of that? It's French Canadian. My dad's French Canadian. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's so dope. Do you, do you go up to Canada? We do. Every yeah. summer. We try to go every summer, every winter, but it's kind of hard sometimes. That's crazy. You know what? I actually spent two months in Ottawa because my cousin lives in Ottawa. No way. And so I got to go to Quebec City, um, Montreal. I haven't been. I would no? go. No, oh, that's we've so been, dope. We've been wanting to go. Yeah. So whereabouts uh, do you have like family up there still? I have family in Calgary, Alberta. That's where my dad's from. Okay, I think that's like opposite side. Yeah, so. it's like west. Yes. Okay. It's like the Cowboys, the, yeah. like the cowboy area. Oh, of Canada. okay. Like the like kind of country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think Ottawa is more of like my vibe for sure. <laughs> you know. Um. But yeah, like I really enjoyed up there. Actually, I would definitely. I, I'd, probably, I'd probably be able to move there. Honestly. Yeah. I can see myself living there too sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So um, right now you go, so you're a hockey player, um, which is crazy. Actually, when you reached out to me, I was like, I've I've rarely, I don't think I've, you're the first hockey player I meet that's like, first of all, girl from El Paso. So like, that's pretty dope. Um, but is there like a, how, how'd you get into that? How'd you get into playing hockey? Well, I grew up playing every or any sport you could think of. Yeah. And my dad moved down to El Paso because he was playing for a professional hockey team here, mm-hmm. the Buzzards. I don't know if you've heard of them. No, do they still? I mean, they're not around. No, anymore. it was like a '90s, okay, like '90s hit type. It was before the Rhinos. Team. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And so my dad and Corey Herman, another Canadian who played for the Buzzards, kind of helped start the Rhinos here. Mm-hmm. So I grew up playing hockey for the Rhinos on boys' teams, and at one point we had a girls' team, but pretty much just with boys. Yeah, that's so dope. And um. Like, what what age did you first start playing? I tried hockey when I was three years old and hated it mm-hmm. and said, I'm never going to do this ever again. <laughs> tried it again when I was six. Did not like it. No. Was never going to do it ever again. What was it about it that you just weren't? I like... just, I honestly, there were no girls doing the sport and yeah. I felt so like alone. Like, yeah. It just, it didn't seem like right for me to be there. Yeah. Until finally, like a couple years later maybe eight years old mm-hmm. i tried it with one of my good friends or my good friend camila yeah and we hit it off and we started playing hockey yeah that's so i think more people need to play hockey here in el paso yeah, i know I, I, i've never tried it but like first of all i'm not that best at ice skating but i don't do it often so oh, yeah um no but that's really cool i mean that's literally i feel like 
you think Texas, like in California, is is like hockey more prominent, or is it just in the U.S. It's not. I mean, like, like as big. Texas, you wouldn't think of hockey. Yeah. Like, where do you even find ice to put in El Paso? Yeah. You don't. Yeah, you don't exactly. find it. But I mean, California, it's definitely a little bit bigger there, mm-hmm. but here it's definitely rare. Yeah, for sure. So, do you have any siblings? Nope. No. Just me. Only child. Yep. How's that? It was. It was boring as a kid. <laughs> it definitely yeah. wasn't that fun as a kid, mm-hmm. but all good now. I yeah, think. I'm sure there's definitely some, I mean, like with anything, there's pros and cons, Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. Uh, Where did you go to high school? I went to El Paso High for two years, mm-hmm. and then I moved my sophomore, the end of my sophomore year, to the boarding school in Indiana for Oh, hockey. okay. So there was, so how old were you when you moved out there? Actually, my high school has been pretty all over the place. Yeah. My freshman and sophomore, my freshman and half of my sophomore year, I spent at half at El Paso High and half in Mexico City. And then after that, wow. I spent like six months in Colorado at high school there, some random high school. Yeah. And then end of that year, I went to Culver okay. boarding school. Dang. And all those, all those places, like the boarding schools, like, are you going alone? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. So you don't know anybody before you go and you just... I went in blind wow yeah. okay how, how was it like what's that experience like because um i mean i experienced that when i because i went to arizona state yeah and that was my like my first time just moving and um i mean i made friends obviously but i went out there alone but going to like another country like mexico city so yeah. like, i'm just curious what that was like i mean it was like it was crazy mm-hmm. it was all during covid so it was like mm-hmm. i couldn't really go to school there so i was doing el paso high online for the most part and living with my mom yeah. in an airbnb that was weird. I mean, yeah. I didn't have friends. I didn't know anyone in Mexico City. I was just there living and playing hockey. Do you, spe- do you speak Spanish? Yes. I speak English, Spanish, and French fluently. Oh, snap. And Chinese. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. Um, yeah, that's really dope, actually. <laughs> I, I need to brush up on, well, first of all, my Spanish. But I, w- I was trying to pick up a little bit of French when I was, like, in Canada. Yeah. But, um, I, yeah, that's, that's so cool. And... Um, so like hockey, like, I don't know. So you, you also played on the Olympic team. Yeah. You said, what was like, so the actual like winter Olympics you played on? Well, kind of. Okay. So when I was like 15, one of the scouts for the Mexico national men's team came to El Paso to like scout the rhinos and mm-hmm. like see if they wanted to play like a game against them. Yeah. And so it just so happened that I was practicing with my team while this scout came down to the rink. Mm-hmm. And he saw me and he was like, he told my dad, who's that girl? Like, she needs to try out, like, who is, who is mm-hmm. this? And so that was kind of the start where I got. And he's like, introduced. that's my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> that's my daughter. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So then from there, I was asked to go down to Mexico City and practice with their U18 team. Mm-hmm. And from there, the women's national coach saw me and was like, she needs to play on the women's team. Wow. So at 15, I lived in Mexico City, going back and forth for about two years, practicing with their women's Olympic team. And at that point, I really didn't know if I was going to make the team or not, because mm-hmm. like, I'm 15 years old and my captain's 35. Yeah. Like it's, it's a big mm-hmm. change. It's a big difference. Yeah. And well there, I mean, like I was playing with women, like literally. Yeah. Grown women. Yeah. That's crazy. Like they have. Like my captain has a child. Yeah, like she's one, she's she's big. Yeah. And how old are you? Right now I'm eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. So then later that year, maybe twenty twenty one, twenty two, 
I went to the Olympic qualifications in Czech Republic with wow. Team Mexico. Wow. Czech Republic. Dang. All this, yeah. sorry, this is like, <laughs> this is insane. Um, but I like that. So what position do you play? Defense. Defense. So, I mean, obviously you try your best to not let them score, but what's like the, like your position itself? Is it just like, is there something that you're trying to focus on or like, <laughs> it's funny you ask that. Yeah. Um, I'm a very, I mean, you wouldn't guess it, but I'm a very aggressive person when I play hockey. Okay. Yeah. Um, every single tournament I've played with team Mexico so far, I've gotten suspended. Really? You yes. have like a little temper? I, a, little, a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, have you seen this? have you seen this on full display? <laughs> That's crazy. I um I definitely am the person that will stick up from any one of my teammates. Yeah. And so you're like the enforcer. Is that what like I wouldn't want to use that word. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They let you guys fight in hockey basically, right? I mean or, not so much in international in general okay. and not so much in girls. Okay. I mean, it's still pretty aggressive. But you can like definitely lay some people out if you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> but it's nothing like you drop the gloves and <laughs> yeah, you just yeah, like sure. go fighting anymore. It's different. Wow. Dang. That's, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. You, I wouldn't definitely not, not have gotten that. So it's just like when you, when you step in the ring, do you like in the the rink, sorry, yeah. hockey <laughs> ring. I said the ring, <laughs> like you're a boxer or something. Uh, in the rink, um, do you just like flip like a switch? It's like, it's like I'm a different person. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have like two camerons it's kind of like like i have wow. like a hockey cameron and like your dainty like modeling like super nice petite put, put together cameron <laughs> yeah and you can kind of will that other cameron come out outside of the hockey rink for any reason i try not to okay <laughs> but maybe <laughs> well maybe yeah that's um no i think that's cool that you can like flip that switch i think that's like really um that's a good characteristic especially if you're playing sports yeah um because I know, like, for example, like, I played football and then, um, I mean, also basketball. But, yeah, there's definitely a certain mindset you have to have going in. And, yeah, you being able to, like, flip that switch on is, that's pretty cool. Do you have, like, a, yeah, do. do you listen to um, music before you play? You know what? That's a good question. I don't, I don't know. It depends what kind of mood I am. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I mean, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But it's not really something that, like, makes me. Mm. change mentally it kind of just like happens yeah so take me do a game day routine like from start like you wake up what's what's your day look like okay so if i was with team mexico right now Mm -hmm. game day routine wake up with my roommate eat something something light Mm -hmm. and probably do some stretching and then later it's like i tell myself that like I'm not, I'm not playing for myself. I'm playing for something bigger than me. I'm playing for my country. Yeah. And that's something that really like, it makes me so excited and it, it just, it pulls out something out of me Yeah. that it's like, okay, I, I need to give everything I have to this hour game mm-hmm. for my country. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And when you think about it like that, like basically a whole country, like essentially not literally, but essentially it's like on your back, you know, that yeah. you're representing um so that's definitely something very motivating um yeah so and then so your what's not are the games usually like at night um or it just depends it just depends yeah. it just depends how the scheduling goes i mean the tournaments so how it goes is once a year we have world championships mm-hmm. so this year it's going to be in andorra which is like a little country outside of spain okay and the tournaments are, are two weeks long 
So you play maybe seven games and get a day in between each each game. Yeah. And yeah, they'll be scheduled whenever. So you've traveled a lot. Like, what do you get to see some of the country other than like just playing the games? Yes. Yeah. Um, I've been to Turkey, Czech Republic, Spain. Um, I've been to wow. Finland, a bunch of different places. Yeah. What's been your like most memorable? That's crazy. That's a good question. <laughs> I would say Turkey. Really? It's a lot like Mexico. Mm-hmm. There's tons of people and it's it's just so culturally culturally rich. Mm-hmm. And that's like my favorite thing about yeah. it. Yeah. What do they eat in Turkey? Like what kind of what's what's the food like cuisine like? Medit- yeah, I would say Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Yeah. So like halal food or like falafels and yeah. like Oh, see I really like <laughs> I like the you type do? of food, yeah. Then you should go there. Yeah. There, uh, my family actually has a food truck park. Um, it's oh. called Neep Collective. It just opened in August. But um, it's cool. It's different. It's like a mixture of like, because usually food truck parks here, it's just like a lot. Yeah. Like, but no, we um like we, we basically built a bar in, in the shipping container. And so it's like a patio bar. And then there's like a balcony. And then we have like just a bunch of seating. We have a stage big old tv and then like just a bunch of food trucks does run for el paso go out of there yeah yeah so i've been wanting to go i've seen it you should there's a yeah. there's a run this sunday if you if you're down yeah definitely yeah but um no for sure so we had we hosted an event there um like maybe because they kind of switch up their where they have their runs at um but yeah we had a run there like not too long ago but yeah it's it's a pretty dope spot um we'll have the super bowl there on sunday so if you guys don't have any if you guys yeah, want to check right. it out yeah um oh but anyways they have a halal food there like a halal truck okay which it's pretty hard to get like halal food like at least good halal food in el paso so that's what made me think of that (laughs) yeah but um yeah so turkey yeah i definitely need to travel europe more i I really haven't you should out there it's it's eye-opening it's Mm -hmm. it's just so beautiful yeah do you get to go do you go with her most of the time yeah she's like oh for sure i got you yeah wow that's okay. right i forgot <laughs> um so are you in season right now at the time yes mm-hmm. my season goes from november to april so okay wow pretty, that's a long pretty season. long yeah yeah so what, what why were you able to come down for this weekend um with my school and my hockey team we get like random weekends off to just oh, like okay. go home and visit our family so oh that's nice so you just try to come as like whenever you can yeah yeah. I try to come like once a month. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. And um, when you, what's your, since I mean, you lived in El Paso your whole life, if like, if someone's coming to visit El Paso, give me like a day with them that you're like everything. I'm going to Lucy's. 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 It's a, what's me- that? It's a Mexican restaurant. Really? By like central area. By where God, we I don't live. think I've been there. King's X. Wait, what is it? It's by King's X. King's X. What's that? It's King's X is like a bar. It's like a bar. Is it like Lucy. five points? Like, is no. it in that area? No. Poppy Monk. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on Mesa. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, I know exactly. Okay, yeah. And it's it's just, like, one of your favorite Lucy's restaurants. Lucy's is definitely my favorite Mexican restaurant here. Yeah. It's, like, it's like your hole-in-the-wall place. But That's it, pretty bold. No, I'm just kidding. No, it, it's, it's definitely... <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely need to try it. I've heard, yeah. I've heard of Lucy's, um, but, yeah. What, what do you usually get there? I get the manchaca burrito smothered with chile con queso. Wow, manchaca. What is, what is that? Manchaca is like um, de cebrada, egg, and a la mexicana like um, what? 
um, tomato, jalapeno, onion. Oh, okay. Damn, that sounds fire. Yeah, and a burrito <laughs> with chile con queso, like smothered, like yeah. all over it. Wow. It's, okay. What about like like what what else would you take them to go it's do? So good. Hmm. Hot rhinos game. Rhinos game for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love running scenic. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, that's crazy. The run on Sundays on scenic. So that's yeah, perfect. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely my day would probably be go running in the morning and then go to Lucy's mm-hmm. and probably hit up a hockey game later. Yeah. I mean, there's so much to do here though. It's hard yeah, to say one thing. For sure. No, I like that. And, um, is your ultimate goal? Like, do you want to play in the NHL? No. I mean, we, the, they just started a professional women's league so oh it's so like, it's not the is there oh i i don't know is there nhl women's or is yeah it, they, okay. they just like they started their first season this year oh wow okay um, the pwhl oh wow that's that's cool so yeah. literally just this year so yeah what's so what do you see yourself um yeah what's like your ultimate my goal? yeah my ultimate goal is sports journalism to Ooh, be okay yeah like a sports journalist hopefully on espn wow something okay. big like that yeah that's that's that's, that's really dope sorry is that what you're going to school for journalism or yeah, yeah i plan on it yeah wow i actually so did did you know like did you like writing like most of your life yeah yes i've always loved writing and reading but like i never really knew what like mm-hmm. what i was gonna do with that until like i was on the cover of a magazine for the city magazine wow okay and then from there, it kind of got me into writing, and I started writing like editorials for the magazine, mm-hmm. and it really like sparked my curiosity for journalism. Yeah, what's like your? Do you write just to write now? Yeah, yeah. I'm writing. I'm currently gonna interview Katie Barnes. She's a she's a reporter for ESPN. Wow. And I plan on submitting it to Teen Vogue, hopefully. Wow. Okay. So, that's cool. And so what's like your creative process like when you're writing? Like, can you just open your journal and just start writing or like you have to be like in the mind state or like what's like your your process like? I honestly just like scribble and have like a bunch of bullet points. Mm-hmm. Like anything I think of, any random like word or like snippet of a sentence, I'll just like bullet point it. Mm-hmm. And then at like it'll randomly come to me throughout, throughout the day. It's like, okay write mm-hmm. and then it just like pours yeah out. then you just get it like i actually really enjoy writing as well i don't do it like i should i used to a lot more yeah but i think it's for sure like it's super especially really good thing for mental health yeah like, that's why i used to do it. i used to journal a lot um but it, it was weird because when i would do it it was like I, I just taught myself just to write anything that came to my head even if it was like complete garbage you know but then like all of a sudden, like you kind of get a sort of like a spark and then you get an idea. And then from there, you can just kind of like um, pick up on that, you know, and just. And then you before get... you know, it, it's like two hours pass by. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah. So being that the show is about like mental health and stuff, what would you say is like um, maybe some of the most like something difficult that you've had to overcome in your life? I would say knowing that. So when I was 15, I just had to pack up a bag and leave to Mm. Mexico City. I had no idea what I was going to face in there, the middle of the pandemic, leaving my family, leaving everything that I knew. Mm -hmm. And that was definitely something where it was like a switch flipped off in me again. Mm. I was like, okay, like either you stay here and you, you do what you know how to do, or you take a chance on yourself 
and take a chance to do something that not many people are able to do mm-hmm. and getting over my like homesick feeling of not wanting to leave was like definitely something that really hard that people don't like they underestimate it yeah for sure yeah 100 percent. like i definitely feel that and especially that it was during the pandemic because during the pandemic people aren't leaving they're coming back home you know <laughs> like so for you to like just yeah just have that bravery to like all right there's like a lot of uncertainty right now but i'm just gonna go do this especially at such a young age like that's that says a lot you know that's that's crazy yeah, thank that's, you. that's awesome and so what what were the some of the things like you kind of experienced over there like I'm, I'm sure it got hard at times so what are things you kind of did to help yourself throughout that time um well i think here living in el paso and playing hockey here it was like i was a big fish in a small pond mm-hmm. and then immediately i was just dumped into a big pond where i was like yeah. a fish that big yeah for sure <laughs> so that was something eye-opening for me where it was like i don't even know how to explain it like i was i had to realize that there's more around me than just what i am i'm like yeah good at hockey but so here like you were kind of like like per se the the star right but you go out there and there's people like almost like i mean just as good right yeah yeah better than me i mean they these women were are like paid to train they train all day yeah and that was something like is that discouraging no or motivating it was so motivating for me that so many people doubted me Mm. and it was like oh yeah like (laughs) watch yeah literally watch you yeah i i thrive off of when people doubt me yeah it's fun yeah that's a i actually was just um i was thinking about this um i i forgot how the how because i was thinking about in my head and then i had asked i've been asking people like is it healthy to like be motivated by proving people wrong and um and to me it it can be very powerful like i think it's a good thing um sometimes but like there's also a part of me that's like i wonder if it can like sometimes not be the best but at the same time i think especially when you're first starting i think it can be really like powerful but that's just something like i was thinking about um yeah yeah, that's awesome it definitely has its pros and cons but it's like either you listen to everyone tell you that you can't do something and mm-hmm. you go cry in your bed yeah or you get up and like you tell them to <laughs> go do something else while you do it yeah for sure no yeah I, I totally feel that and what what's something that you would say to someone who's like maybe they're not even playing hockey but they have like an opportunity somewhere or they want to create an opportunity somewhere other than like el paso but they're kind of like nervous about making that leap Um, I think that knowing what you bring to the table is so important. If you don't have a clear set view of what you bring to the table and your values and what you want to achieve, then you're going to be easily hurt by when people tell you no, instead of knocking on the next door and asking for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? For sure. <laughs> yeah. Cause like if you know, I always say that, like, if you if you know your purpose behind what you're doing, then, like, what anybody else says, it's... It doesn't matter. Yeah. In a way, it can it might get to you, but at the same time, like, you, your values and, like, what you... Yeah, your values just are so strong and what you believe in, like, it's not going to stop you, you know? Yeah. 
what is something you uh, feel like your your parents instilled in you that you carry you carry with yourself <laughs> i had to ask to be very independent mm. not to rely on other people or other things to get me to where i want to go i think they made me a very like a go-getter of a person mm-hmm. where if i want something i'm not going to wait till it comes to me i i need to go get it myself yeah i think you need that because i think a lot of people wait on i know i think i've been always been like that and that's something i'm thankful for but i know a lot of people that are very talented very skilled at something or they they have like goals but they kind of feel the need to like wait on somebody else you know Mm -hmm. or they don't have that initiative to just do it on their own which i don't blame them but at the same time like you you need that yeah especially if you have like big dreams you know yeah definitely Mm -hmm. do you have a what's your sign sagittarius yeah same when's your birthday december 19th that's crazy mine's the 21st oh i thought you were gonna say the 19th well it's because my my sister's the 19th (laughs) Uh, my nephew's a twenty the 20th and then I'm the 21st. Oh, wow. So it's like back to back to back. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's crazy. Do you, uh, do you like believe in astrology? I don't stuff? really know anything about the no. signs. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. Are you a sign person? Honestly, no. It's just like this, doing this podcast kind of made me into it because it somehow always gets like brought up. <laughs> um, but not, nah, I think, I don't even know. I think Sagittarius is like are actually really, uh, from what I hear, they're like adventurous yeah. and they're kind of like spontaneous. So, I would say so. Yeah. So I went to Thailand for... So I was doing... All right. Just backstory. <laughs> Before I started doing the podcast, I was doing like... Uh, I would vlog on YouTube and stuff. And so for like my, my brother and his wife were out there in China teaching English. And on the side, they also had a YouTube channel where they were doing like travel vlogs in like Southeast Asia, Thailand, everything. And while I was... During that time, I was in college and I was just kind of watching them like do their thing. And I was like, once I graduate, like, I'm going to do that. You know, I'm going to go, like, travel, like, Asia. So for, like, a whole year, I saved up, like, all this money. And then um, I had a camera. I was already doing, like, videography and stuff, and I was vlogging. But I wanted to, like, do, like, the travel vlog. So I ended up going to – I bought a one-way ticket to Thailand. And then I was – my plan was to do, like, all of Southeast Asia. But I ended up doing just, like, a month and a half to two months – I think it was like close to two months. Um, I had released some vlogs out there and like it was it was a really great time. However, it it got so hard, like just and I would the thing is, I wasn't expecting it to be yeah. that hard um, just because I, I felt like I was always a, pre- a very independent person. Like, I mean, I lived I lived in Phoenix by myself, like so it wasn't it, it wasn't anything like I, I just didn't I guess uh, underestimated yeah, like yeah, what yeah. that was going to be like but yeah it got really tough so i definitely like i give you props for being out there like in mexico city like that's like a big like a tall task that's <laughs> insane you. yeah but um yeah because i guess being out there alone too like because i was staying like in hostels and stuff which are really nice out there but it was like even though you you're making a lot of good friends um it's just not having your i guess your family or like your really close friends i didn't realize like how much we actually like rely on them for a lot of things yeah you know? or like seeing everyone all together and you can't be there yeah that was something that like really hit me and so I you missed holidays yeah yeah holidays birthdays anything it was mm-hmm. like i should be there yeah you're on facetime like <laughs> <Yeah>. freaking. <laughs> 
No, I for sure feel that. Uh, did you go to China at all? No, I didn't. I didn't go to China. Also, another reason why it was a little tough is because it was during COVID. Mm. Um, or it was like di- maybe directly after COVID. So even just to go to Thailand, like I had to fill out all this paperwork. I had to uh, be vaccinated. I have to. I had to do all these things. Yeah, yeah. I like all you. these hurdles to jump through. And um, yeah, it was. It was definitely. Have you ever been to Asia? I've been to China. Yeah, where would you yeah. go there? I went to Beijing, Xi'an, and Shanghai. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was it for like hockey or just a trip? It was travel? for a field trip. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was like Was it just a casual field trip <laughs> to China? <laughs> That's yeah. cool. What do you think about China? Definitely different. Yeah. The culture is different, but like different in a good way. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It gave me like a an appreciation of everything that's out there yeah traveling definitely like what well, if you can think of anything like that traveling has done for you what what would you what would you say um as far as lessons and just things i that you've feel taken with you? like it it makes me more uh it gives me more empathy mm. and sympathy for what other people go through in the world yeah because it's like on the news you can hear about like wars like for what's going on right mm-hmm. now and be like doesn't really matter but when when you actually go there and see that other people it i feel like it helps you connect way more for sure understand yeah because we kind of i don't think we do it on purpose or um what's the word intentionally but we like dehumanize people you know yeah exactly so yeah for sure i think um just meeting other people from those countries like you kind of just yeah you have a lot more empathy and just just a better perspective on where other people come from Mm -hmm. one thing i noticed is that like we are so much in a bubble here in the u.s yes it's insane um and it's funny it's actually like a running joke among people who like not a joke but people that like live like let's just say in europe um like when i was talking to them they're like dude you guys like are in your own world over there and it's like you think everything revolves around you and like and it's kind of true though yeah it's it's ironic it is and i realized i don't know anything about geography (laughs) like that's something that they were actually giving me shit about was like i yeah i couldn't tell you where any of these places like were so um yeah yeah like we're made to believe that the united states is bigger than europe and it's not yeah yeah, we literally are in our... And not many people have passports, actually. Like, not many people... Like, when I was telling people I was going to go to Asia, they were like, dude, like, for what? And I was like, bro, like, I don't know to travel. Like, yeah, like, just to... I don't know, like... Yeah, just travel. I don't know, bro. But, yeah, it's just, like, a foreign thing here, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you don't you don't see many people, I guess, like, travel internationally. So, yeah, I definitely think it's something that everybody should do. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Or just go to Me- like go to Mexico and see what everyone there, what they do. Mm. I don't know. I feel like it would help yeah. a lot of stuff over here too. For sure. So your your dad is like a coach. Um, was he like hard on you growing up? <laughs> I don't even know if I'm allowed to say. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, he, we, was. We, yeah. he was. He was. Do you think he'll watch me. this? Hi, dad. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he... He was hard on me, but not in any way that made me want to like quit hockey. Okay, which is good. Yeah, and in a way, like it, I think, uh, I mean, you obviously like you love hockey, right? Yeah. So I think the fact like once a parent realizes that, then I think they're I think they're more. I mean, they're their parents; they can essentially do what they want. But <laughs> like, 
the fact that he was hard on you, he it's just he probably knows that like you wanted it just as much, you know. Mm-hmm. So. And him being my coach definitely made me like stronger as a person. Yeah. So I'm thankful. For and it. you played all like on his teams. Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder what that was like. Like, would he like call you out more than the others? Would you think so? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would get yelled at in front of my teammates a couple yeah. times. <laughs> but I, I think that's better than being chosen as a favorite when. I mean, yeah, like, you shouldn't be for sure. And are you able to balance like the maybe this is something I should be asking your dad. <laughs> like if, if like balancing that like coach versus like um, like daughter, like coming home and like do you separate that or is it just like does it come home too? No, it definitely it's it's separate. Okay. We, we're a switch family. Yeah. Like I swear we have so many switches <laughs> for so many things. But it's like when we're at the rink, it's like coach player okay and at home i mean like it's father daughter so we can joke more about things but Mm -hmm. i really appreciate that the way that he coached me was like i was his player i wasn't his kid Mm -hmm. yeah do you have any questions can i ask questions about the podcast yeah for sure when did you start doing this or what made you want to start doing this um so i started this in so 2022 december 2022 um was the first episode but that one was in um my brother had a studio at the time downtown um and so the first one was there so i was able to use like that space um but honestly like throughout i would say so i went to arizona state um so i I would say when i was like 19 like I, i would just i was listening to a lot like I feel like I wasn't I wasn't one of the first people to listen to podcasts, but like I felt like I was really into it. Yeah. Um, for a while, like before a lot of like a lot of people started doing it, but I just always yeah I would just always find myself listening to podcasts. Um, but I didn't really think about doing one, and then honestly, a big part of it was the things I had to kind of experience as far as mental health, like in college, and then when I went to Thailand and then came back. Cause that honestly really affected me, like not being able to kind of go for like go forward with what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just coming back home, it actually like even though I think it was the right thing to do, just as far as like for my well being and just mental health, it was just it really affected me. So it took me a while to kind of like uh, just come to terms with that and overcome it. But once I was okay, like I was like okay, I think I. I have a passion for, not a necessarily passion, but I'm just, just mental health is something I'm very, like, is very important to me. So from there, I just, yeah, I just, I mean, I really like podcasts. So I was like, well, why not just do it? So, um, yeah. And then, so I, I didn't do the set, the second episode until maybe like three or four months later, cause I wanted like a space that I can just like have, and I don't have to constantly set up and tear down. So once everybody moved out of this house, I was like, all right, this is the time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I actually used to sleep up here. It's crazy. Um, But um, yeah, so I set up the studio. And then since I would say March, March or April of 2023, I've been I've been like doing it. Wow. Lately, it's been a lot more consistent. Um, It's definitely getting a lot more attention. Um, Oh, those are probably probably my parents. Um, (laughs) Sorry, that's super distracting. Um, oh god, <laughs> that's my nephew. <laughs> Hold up, sorry. Sorry, Diego, it's me. No, you're good. <laughs> We're in the middle of a podcast. I'm so okay. sorry. 
now you're good, dude. <laughs> um so yeah that's my sister and then my he's four four-year-old nephew yeah <laughs> um but yeah so just doing the podcast but yeah i would say most re- more recently it's been getting just a little bit more traction which is cool so now i try to do one like once a week that's good yeah yeah i'm yeah. glad i came across it because yeah. i thought it was so cool I how, how, how'd you then. how'd you come across it um I don't know. It just like popped up on my Instagram. Really? Yeah. Like, so it wasn't even feed. like a guest that you had like you 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 have met before. You seen? Um, I did. The one that came up was um, oh my gosh, I don't remember her name, but I met her at Get Fit. Get Fit. Oh, um, Logan. Yeah, Logan. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. So that one came. That was like the first time you probably like came across it. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, this is like this is really sick like i love what this girl is talking about Uh so i started scrolling through the feed and i was like wow this is this is amazing like yeah i want (laughs) to i want to hear more about this yeah that's awesome i appreciate that yeah um thank you for having me yeah for sure i'm glad you reached out especially like because i mean you only have a few days here in el paso so Mm -hmm. that's awesome that you made time for it you know thank you um oh yeah the modeling so when did you like get into modeling um i I got into modeling maybe in like middle school. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I was like 10 or 12. I don't know. Whatever age you are in middle, yeah. in middle school. My friend's grandmother was actually a pageant judge, pageant judge for Miss USA. Oh, wow. Okay. And she saw me and she was like, oh my God, you need to do modeling. <laughs> so she introduced me to Jackie at Bazaar. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got Bizarre, started. Bazaar, what is that? Bazaar Models. Sorry. It's a model management here in El Paso. Here in El Paso. Okay. Yeah. And so I started going to classes super young, no idea what I was doing at all whatsoever. I um, st- maybe did classes for like two or three years, but I never actually like did photo shoots or like anything. Mm-hmm. So these classes, like what, because people think modeling is just like you throw on a nice fit yeah. and you just like walk up there. So what is... There's a lot more, more to it than yeah. just that. Um, they teach you how to pose, how to walk. Walk. You would be surprised how hard it is to learn how to walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's definitely a craft and is this a walk like you only do when you're modeling or do you find yourself just walking like this normally i don't think you should walk like that <laughs> so yeah definitely just when you're modeling but yeah i still don't have a perfect walk so no. i in this perfect. walk is it just like a certain like sway or like it's like it a... the sway of your hips the way your legs cross the, mm. which way your knees go um which way your toes are pointed the degree of which your back is like bent back, okay, your neck yeah. forward, yeah, your arms moving. It it's like a ton of things you would never would have. Yeah, of. and is this just to like um, just garner more attention, or like what is it like? Um, do they teach you the reasoning behind this, or the main reasoning I think is you're not trying in like um, designer modeling, mm-hmm. like walking for like Gucci and things like that. Mm-hmm. You're basically supposed to be like a human hanger, hanger, like hanger like you're like a clothes like hanging the clothes yeah like okay like you're the main point i think of the walk is like you're not supposed to draw attention to you as a person it's more to draw attention to the clothing Mm -hmm. so there's certain ways that you do that yeah okay yeah i don't know and so it took you like all right so you're doing classes for like two to you said two to three years yeah oh wow before you even like step foot on like on a runway type yeah so i never really thought i was like I don't know if this is for me. Yeah. So I would just kind of go through the motions at that point. And hockey is actually what got me into modeling, which is pretty crazy. Really? 
Yeah. Once I made the Olympic team for Mexico, I was contacted by the city magazine Mm -hmm. to do a photo shoot for their cover of of one of their magazines. And that was like my first like big photo shoot. And I was like, I kind of like this. Yeah. What do you like about it? Um, I don't know. It's, it's fun. Like Mm -hmm. you get all like done up Mm -hmm. and they take pictures of you and it's just kind of fun to just like let loose. And yeah. Have you, do you choose like your own outfits? I do. Yeah. I mean, it depends like what I'm doing, if I'm working with a specific brand or yeah. company or whatnot. But yeah. Do you have brands reach out to you now? Yes. It's, that's it's awesome. Fun. Yeah. Is there like a, a brand that you'd like love to work with? Guess. Guess really? Yeah. That's like, if I make it to guess. You've made it. I've made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just find yourself like really like in their clothes or their yeah, brand? Yeah. I think my like style is very like... 90s vogue that's what i like to tell myself i don't Mm -hmm. know if i actually look like that (laughs) but i think guess really gives off that like vibe it's like um like a classy elegance but like still like they still ride motorcycles type Mm -hmm. beat yeah so that's something that draws me to it yeah what are your thoughts on like uh is on social media so how, how do you feel like social media has like do you think it's um affected our generation obviously it has but in what ways social media the way it's made it's made to seem like everything on there is real Mm. and once people or like teenagers see that there's a girl out here who like perfectly shaped and she's 15 years old i mean Mm -hmm. that's that's not something that's normal and i think that social media has really made a lot of people insecure because of the fake stuff that's like made to look real yeah yeah i would definitely agree with that yeah it's definitely and it it kind of it's i think it makes people like like unconsciously just generalize yeah and um that's i think that's why i try my best to i try to be like as like as obviously there's certain pictures like that I'm going to take like multiple times. Right. Yeah. But I try to be like, as, um, I guess raw as it gets, um, like try to like show a lot of behind the scenes and, and stuff like that. Cause I think that's important for like a mm-hmm. lot of people. Yeah. Have you gotten into, um, do you do like gym videos or workout videos? See, I've been wanting to get into that. The next few like content stuff that I will be doing is going to be like gym stuff, more hockey stuff. Yeah, you should. I, yeah. I mean, have, have you ever, like, do you, is that something you, you want to do? I want to. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't though. I don't know why. Yeah. It's is like, is there like people that, cause I think that'd be so interesting. Like day in the life of a, like a hockey player, a woman's yeah. hockey player. Like I'd watch that, you know, like <laughs> just like a vlog or my, like something. My summer days are pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, like you say your summer days? Yeah. When I come back for summer. Yeah. What's, what's that like? So last summer when mm-hmm. I was back, I'd wake up at 6am mm-hmm. and I'd have a workout from six to seven like a, a hockey workout or like a gym um, workout? like a gym like lifting workout okay is then is there like specific type of training that helps you guys um i when i'm home i usually have like a personal trainer to help me work with like agility okay and like more um endurance than like muscle building yeah because i build a lot more muscle during the season mm-hmm. when we lift heavy yeah anyways <laughs> um do that from six to seven in the morning and then from eight to 10, I have an on ice, uh, workout, like private training with one of the coaches okay. here, go home, shower, sleep for an hour, 
usually do a photo shoot around one to like three mm-hmm. and I mean probably after that go to some networking event that was basically my summer here yeah that's cool that that seems very productive and like it's good that you have a routine I think routines yeah. are are huge what about so I've always been curious does like how fast someone skate does that like do the speed on like normal land translate to like how fast someone can skate no because okay. <laughs> my teammates watching this i don't know but <laughs> we're very slow runners okay but we're, you're... we're not good at running yeah but we can be pretty fast on, on, on the, the ice on the ice yeah dang is it just like your your technique or like what is it strength like um probably a little bit of both yeah i mean the longer legs you have the longer stride you have the faster you go so if i like got down like pretty good skating i'd, I'd probably be able to move pretty pretty good yeah definitely (laughs) i'm so terrified of like i've been ice skating but it's just like i feel like bambi you know like just like (laughs) like it's hard to start it's like something you have to work at to like be decent yeah and especially like it's a long way down for me so if i fall it's like (laughs) it's gonna be a spill for sure (laughs) um no yeah but how long would it take me to like get pretty good like if i was going like every day how long would you think it would take me to get pretty good I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, maybe maybe a couple years. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it's 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 a craft for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Do you skate? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. You try to go. Yes, yes. I, I lived in Santa Fe, so I did skate right here. Oh, okay. My mom's played hockey before. Really. Like for like like in a league? Yes, but nothing like. Okay. <laughs> have you been have you have you been curling? No. I've done curling. Surprisingly, yeah, that's, I was that's in a so league. Crazy. What? <laughs> yeah, in Canada. When I was in Canada, I'm telling you, I was like part of the community out there. Like I played like <laughs> I played like in a, a basketball league because I played basketball. So I played basketball out there, but I was also in a curling league, and it's actually. Uh, I, it's not my cup of tea, but it's fun to experience. Um, and it's cool because, like, you drink, they drink out there. And what's so fun, I think the funniest thing is that in Canada, at least in the curling league, the team that wins buys the losers a drink. Isn't that insane? It's because they're so nice. Yeah. They're, they're just nice people. They're over too there. nice. Like, I, I, w- I wouldn't, like, no, it has to be the, the, the losers buy the winners a drink. But mm. I thought that was that was interesting um but yeah so they have they have like their drinks out there and that's so yeah funny. it's it's super interesting yeah it's fun you should definitely definitely curl i wonder if I they have, i'll try it i wonder if they have curling in el paso i'm sure they 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 could they definitely could yeah. do it <laughs> but maybe that's something you should start here a curling league yeah would you do it i would do it <laughs> for sure yeah so when do you come back for the summer i'll come back somewhere like mid march early april of april yeah okay. it depends if we go to nationals Ooh, with my okay. team so. where's the nationals at for my team in the united states it's in florida and then after that i'll be going to andorra which is like by spain yeah by spain and that if if you make it to that when when's that if i make if we make it to nationals it's early april and if we make it well nationals and my world championships are the same dates so early april oh okay got you 
Yeah. And so what, what do you have planned for the rest of the weekend? Um, I have a couple shoots tomorrow, a couple meetings, watching the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Who are you guys going for? Or who do you think is going to win? I think San Francisco. Yeah. I just, honestly, I don't really like Taylor Swift. Uh, I'm not a huge fan. So that's why I'm going for San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do you, do you have a football team? No. No. I mean, I would say the Cowboys. But the Cowboys. But you, like, eh. is football that big? Like, you don't really. Well, yeah. I'm not a big fan. No. What about, do you have like a favorite hockey team? Vegas. The Vegas Knights. That's yeah. a pretty, that's a fairly new team though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you been to a game out there? I haven't. No. But I used to play in their practice rink all the time. And really? It's, it's beautiful. It's, it's nice. so sick. Yeah. I, I went to, I've been to one hockey game and that was in Ottawa. It was the Senators versus the Knights actually. So uh, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. People love their hockey out there, man. So it was a great experience. You have to go to Rhino's game now. Yes, for sure. I have to go. Yes. When's the, I mean, there's one tonight. When's like the next one? Um, Every weekend. So they play like Saturday, Sunday, and then next weekend too. Oh, snap. I definitely, I definitely have to go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, What is like something you'd want to say to someone right now who's just like going through a tough time mentally like what's advice you would give them and something you'd want to leave with them um something i'd leave with them something that really helped me whenever i go through hardships is like everything happens for a reason and there's a reason that you are feeling this way or that something in your life is happening to you because you are meant to overcome it and learn something from this moment so i mean Learn what you can, survive, and then just know and be thankful that this is going to make you stronger and this is going to affect your character in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, that's awesome. Are you like religious or spiritual? Or? Um, you see, like I've been getting more into spirituality and more into building more of a connection with god and my mental health Mm -hmm. so it's definitely something new for me yeah do you um what's that like for you like building that connection like what do you try to do um well growing up i mean like i was always so busy so i never really went to church as often Mm -hmm. and now i've been trying to go to church more and be an active listener instead of just like letting go through like one ear out the other for sure and I think that's something that's definitely helped me. Just some words that stick with me, mm-hmm. they stick with me. Yeah. I think uh, I've actually really, I, I went to church for the first time on Sunday in a while. And uh, yeah, it was very, definitely very, it's because, I don't know, I'm, I'm going through like a, like a time. It's, it's not that I, I'm not, because I get into it with my friends all the time. It's not that like I'm not, um religion or like i'm not like i don't believe in god or i just for because i grew up like catholic and i grew up like very religious um but i don't know in in my head it's like i want to know if i if i am going to practice like a certain religion or believe in something i want to know why i'm doing it you know and i guess that's just how my brain works so for a while i kind of separated myself yeah but now i just i i try to keep an open mind about things now and so like when I was at church, like I, I actively just try to receive what they're saying and like just see how it affects me and see like what 
you know does that make sense yeah yeah, yeah yeah like as a kid when we would when i would go to church it's like sorry i don't know if my mom's gonna be upset <laughs> this, but um I, like i wouldn't listen i would just be like waiting for it to be over so we can so i can go hang out with my friends or go mm-hmm. do whatever and now if if you actually try and keep an open mind and listen to it some of the stuff that they say and like has happened it's like very powerful mm-hmm. and can have a really big effect on your life for sure i would I definitely agree with that and yeah i think like i said i just try to keep a open mind yeah, about it <laughs> what do you think about uh this is interesting maybe i can ask your mom too um uh, how do you what do you feel about like dating has changed what how do you feel about dating nowadays um have you have you been like in a, a long relationship i have yeah and i are, are you in one or are you single or yeah okay. i'm not in one right okay. now and i've come to terms that I don't want to be in a, I don't know how bad this is going to sound. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to be in a relationship because I, I have too much stuff going on right now. Yeah. Like I have so much in my life that I want to achieve before I can like commit something to another person. So mm-hmm. it's pretty yeah. in for me right now. For sure. That makes sense. I think that's a, especially for, yeah, I mean, there's just, especially you have so much going on and mm-hmm. I mean, I personally haven't been like in a very serious relationship, um, but I mean, just from talking to people and knowing like it from it takes. A, I mean, it's obviously a huge commitment, right? Yeah. And you want to give that person like your one hundred percent. Sometimes you're just not in a position to, especially so young, right? Um, to do that, you know. Yeah. So, um, but it was it was interesting because I was I was talking to my mom about this the other day, and she brought up a really good point. She was like. I don't know like how you it's so different nowadays because like you guys you guys know so much because of social media you guys know so much about a person before you even like meet them yeah um like before is like the first date was actually like the first time you got to know somebody and like you understood like um, where they come from but like now it's just I feel like I wonder how much of effect it has like of you just knowing so much about a person, always just like seeing them and talking to them, like how much that actually affects like a a certain relationship, you know, the dating (laughs) scene now compared to like 30 years ago is definitely a lot different. Yeah, for sure. And do you think so? Yeah. Yeah. In what ways? (laughs) Well, like you said, with social media. Yeah. Just, uh, where are they? What are they doing? Who they talk to? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like, and then, um, like they, they'd go, another thing they said was like, for example, when my mom and dad were dating, they were like, they'd go year or not years. They'd go, uh, <laughs> that'd be a problem. They'd go like <laughs> at least a week or two weeks without even like just hearing from each other. And now it's like, if that happens, it's like, like you guys are done, you yeah. know? <laughs> now it's like, if you're like talking to someone and you don't answer them in three hours, it's a problem mm-hmm, for sure. And that's just something like. I don't, I don't like that. I yeah. like, uh, yeah, I definitely think it'd be nice to go back to 30 years ago. Dating, <laughs> dating style. Yeah, for sure. So you say like you, you like your alone time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like to read? I do. Yeah. Is there a favorite, if, if there's a book you would give someone, what would it be? Depends the type of person. Okay. Yeah. That definitely matters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what book would you give me? Um, I mean, you barely know me, but like. I just fell for what you 
maybe the four agreements have you heard oh, of that okay. book i have but i have not read yeah. it yeah i've heard no. a lot of good things though yeah it's like the four agreements to life to live a better life mm-hmm. and to understand the rules of the universe yeah and i think it's like it's really interesting just to know how everything kind of works yeah what are the four agreements i don't really remember <laughs> but i know the few i can remember um being and be in Packable with your word okay yeah so never breaking your word i know one of them also actually what but let's see if you can do all of them oh <laughs> i think i could get one more and the okay. other two i don't remember and don't remember <laughs> don't take uh anything personal i think is one yes of them. that's the second one yeah that's that's the one i i definitely need to work on <laughs> i'm just kidding um no but yeah I, I definitely need to read that book um I, th- I think there's another one too there's called the the fifth agreement if i'm not mistaken yeah, yeah it's another book yeah yeah but i haven't read that one yet have you read the um the 48 laws of power no but i was actually talking to one of my friends about that one yesterday yeah it's it's definitely the author has like a, a series of books like he has one called the laws of human nature um but that one's like a very i've been really into that book lately really good okay yeah well, you have to send it to me I'll yeah to for it sure out. what about the alchemist have you, have you heard i of that have book? heard of that one yeah no, i haven't like, read it good read also okay i feel like we're nerding out right now yeah, <laughs> just kidding <laughs> um but yeah anything else no, no. thank you for having me yeah for this sure great do you have any questions mom <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's great. It's nice to meet yeah you. awesome um but yeah that's episode 29 of the most great. vulnerable player um with cameron heon heon okay i was gonna say that. okay um cameron heon and um yeah yeah it was really nice meeting you yes nice meeting you too and uh, i'm looking forward to what's on the horizon um this will be on spotify apple Podcasts, youtube um but yeah man, i'm really looking forward to it i'm glad uh i think this will be very um definitely a good podcast for people to listen to so good i hope so (laughs) yeah for sure see you guys later (laughs) bye